Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Word, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. What's going on, Brian? Not much. Just having a good time. A little sore today. Other than that, I'm phenomenal. I'm ready. Ready to go. I got to race over the weekend. First time in... I was looking at it, it was like two years and like five days or something like that. So oh, wow. That becomes, what, six, seven hundred and like 30 days since I last raced. <laughs> since I last, uh, what, what is the, the day's accident free? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> days since I last raced, 700 and something. It, it has been a while and it, it felt like it had been a while. It was definitely some rough edges that need to be worked on when I race. It's just one of the things that. You haven't raced in a while. Some of your pacing stuff doesn't really... You just don't have a good feel for a lot of those things. Yeah. That's okay. It was yeah. it was an interesting weekend, to say the least. <laughs> so no soccer, because you get... Well, did you guys have soccer? We did not have soccer. There was... <laughs> Big sigh. Hmm. Oh, dear. There was... I guess someone on the team had been... Had COVID or something... Oh. And since there was a game and they were roughly in the same location, they decided to shut down practice and games for a week. Oh, gotcha. For, I don't know, we were outside and no in soccer, so no one's really near each other. But I guess since they were like on the sidelines and potentially within like six feet of each other for 30 seconds. Oh, so it wasn't even, oh, was it a, do you, was it a kid or was it an adult? I believe so. He was, I, I guess he was sick, his pre-symptoms okay. or... Gotcha. Maybe he just tested because someone. I don't. I don't even know if the kid was sick, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but he apparently tested positive, and yep. we got yeah. contact traced or whatever into like this. Well, we're not going to practice and play this weekend. Okay. okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. I. It's. It's. <laughs> apparently, they, it, it, you know, we're we're reliving last year in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, apparently, they thought that you know, just because you're outside and and within like 10 yards of somebody we need to like shut practice down i, I don't i don't get it at this point it's, it's outside come on <laughs> i know i know <laughs> anyway but anyway so that no shut down no soccer, soccer for the okay. weekend which is we had two we were supposed to play two games that weekend two for the um, saturday and sunday game missed practice saturday and sunday we're missing practice this week because of rain yeah that's three practices and ida two is games. on her way yeah we've had three practices and two games missed that's a that's, that's a, a lot, lot. Yeah. of experience that has been lost. They're mm-hmm. going to reschedule the games. Okay. I can play them on like Fridays in the coming weeks. <laughs> Yay, Friday night soccer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be canceled altogether. So, you know, at least they're getting to play. Uh, yeah. So. We'll uh, we'll be playing soccer again. Uh, like they, they did play since the last time we talked, and it was they got beat like 7-3. to three. Oh, Alex wow. played goalie again for a little bit. He got scored on a few times. They, their team's just not that good yet. They've they've got yeah. a long way to go. They haven't played together. Coach is still trying to figure out who's who and can do what. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the long term. It, what stinks is they've missed all this practice in those games where right. they really need that time because they're behind other teams in They'll development there, and everything else. The team they lost to was very simple formula. They were just kick, they had two, they had three or four good kids and they just threw long balls up front and tried to get scoring opportunities from that. It was not a very good form of soccer, but it was very effective in scoring goals and winning games. 
which right. you know doesn't really impress me because are we developing these kids or are we just trying to score goals and win games? Right. What 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 are you trying to accomplish here yeah. with ten year old kids, <laughs> nine and ten year old kids? Yeah. Come on, not not really big fan. That's okay. I I, I really like the what the coach has been doing with his team. It's very much a theoretical. We're working on passing and moving the ball. Mm-hmm. I assume eventually he'll move on to more and more of stringing it together type stuff with right. practice. He's the kids have have short attention spans at times. Don't yep, really have sometimes the discipline to stay focused throughout a practice and that comes back and haunts them quite a bit in practice where they'll be like just completely lost and it's like, what are y'all doing, guys? I mean I can hear the coach <laughs> clearly what he's saying and you're just not even close to doing it. It was hilarious because like one time he they had him they had them do like a triangle and one kid in the middle and they would pass around the triangle and try to keep it from the kid. Well, he okay. expanded it out. He had them in squares right next to each other. So he expanded them out to these three squares and they were supposed to pass along the triangle from one end to the other. Well, like first thing they do is try to pass the whole length of the field. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, we're trying to pass short. And they did it the full length of the field like two minutes later. Oh my God. And he's like, you can see him get frustrated. And like the third time they kick it the full length, he just like turns his head and like shakes his head, <laughs> puts his hand over his face. Short, short, short. It's short. Oh my passing. God. We're trying to work our way up the field. Uh, but there it is. <laughs> but, he's, but there it is. You can just see him get frustrated by it because he's like, he said it like 10 times. We all heard it. Welcome <laughs> like, to the wonderful world of coaching and teaching. <laughs> Uh, it was oh, it was funny. Man. I think I talked to him after the game. He's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it though." Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, they're still learning. Don't worry. High school kids don't do it yet either." Because so. <laughs> he coaches like the high school team here in Frankfurt as well. <laughs> wow. Good times. Good times. Good times. So, what time did you guys get out of here on Saturday then? Uh, he had a birthday party. Oh. We didn't okay. get out of here until like four, so I didn't get to go to packet pickup that night because packet pickup closed at like four. Oh, okay. Which seems pretty early for a packet pickup. Yeah, usually it goes seven or eight but whatever. it's it's okay they got volunteers doing it so yeah, they, you know, you they kinda... probably didn't have much time it was hot hottest hades that day they yeah. probably didn't want to be there all day either yeah it no was no, no good frying the volunteers they don't like that no <laughs> we drive up there and we get about three or four miles from wherever the race is and stuff like that sun everywhere except for one cloud that decides to rain on us <laughs> and my bike's <laughs> behind the car Oh, no. <laughs> On the back of the car. I didn't really bring any, like, lubrication for my chain to, like, re-lubricate the chain. Oh. <laughs> my bike's getting rained on. We, we get to the hotel. I mean, there's literally one cloud above us. It's raining. <laughs> I'm like, let's try. the says, I see a bike. I'm going to follow that. No, we, had, we literally had a rainbow that we saw for 30 minutes of our drive. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> We're driving the course because I wanted to drive the course before the race. Because they changed it some from the last time I'd raced it. Okay. Just wanted to see the road conditions, just kind of where the course was. And it rained on us the whole flipping time. No clouds all around us. One rain cloud followed us the whole time for like 20, 30 minutes. My bike's soaking wet. I have to get to the hotel room. I'm trying to dry it off and hope that there's still lubrication on my chain. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? You didn't bring... You didn't bring any chain loop. Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't supposed to rain, yet alone rain for 30 minutes above my car. It's just something that I always have. It was just hilarious because, like, Alex was like, this rainbow's haunting me. <laughs> we literally had a rainbow haunted like, for by 15, a rainbow. 20 minutes. Oh, you, my You God. could see. 
Because that just one rain cloud right above us. I mean, there was literally sun everywhere around us. It was wild. I've never had that all happen right. before in my life. What were the road conditions like? It was all good. Yep. It was fine. The rain cleared out, and we were good the next day. It was just hot and humid. Nice and steamy after the rain. Nice and steamy, and it was it was pretty humid that whole next day as well. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a ton of sun early. It started showing up after a while. It was just really humid out there, which made it challenging conditions to race in. But otherwise, it was it was okay. All right. We get to race day. I wake up. I get all my stuff together. The funny thing is, is I have a a daily kind of alarm on my phone. All right. And I set it for like four thirty or whatever because I want to go over the packet pickup. Of course, it doesn't go off on Sundays, which was race day. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh I, I did gosh. set up backup on my watch. Oh, thank goodness. And I actually woke up before my watch went off on my own. Oh, 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 No, 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 no. That's hilarious. That would have been horrible. <laughs> I get over there. That's like most athletes. Nightmare. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's what it is. That's why you set backup alarms. Yeah. I had a backup alarm. It was all That's good. That's why you set like four alarms, but okay. No, I had a backup alarm. It was my watch. My watch is usually, that's that's a good alarm. It's loud. <laughs> I, I get out the door about a little after five. Backup pickup starts at five. So I get over there about 5.15. I, I ride my bike over there. We're fairly close to the race site. Oh, okay. that was a little sketchy riding it. Black, pitch black on the no side lights, of the road. No lights. <laughs> no. No yeah. lights on my bike. Nothing. No, <clears> it's all good. Okay. It was a... I got to be on a sidewalk for most of it. Some of it I had to ride on the road. But you could see cars coming from a long way away, and I was over on the side, and it was maybe a three-minute ride. I mean, we're not okay. talking very far. Okay. I wasn't on the road for a very long time. Gotcha. Pull into transition, go get my packet, get all my stuff, walk into the transition area. They stop you to check your bike to see if you have the uh, plugs uh, in your Yeah, bar. the plugs on the bottom. Well, he's looking at it, and then he's like, your TT bars, they don't have plugs in them. You can't get them into transitionary. Your TT bars have gear shifters on them. Coming through it, yeah. Like, no, you can't come in without that. you got to get caps for these. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, they're not, we, I can't let you in here. And I'm like, can I at least come in? And like, no, I can't let you in because I want to like put my stuff down. I had my backpack on. I had my transition, the bags they gave me that morning, everything. I, everything with you. My hands are full. Everything's full. I barely got control of my bike. I'm like, no, I can't let you in the transitionary. You're going to have to go see the bike people. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so here I am trying to back up. My hand's full. I drop my bike. I'm, at this point, I'm oh, mad. Oh, yeah. I'm like, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And I go walking over to the bike guy. He's like, yeah, we don't have any bar plugs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I'm sitting here talking to him for a few minutes. Like, here's what we're going to do. He's like, we're going to take some, uh, we're going to put some electrical tape on it. There we I'm go. Like, okay, let's do that. Yeah, that makes sense. We'll, we'll kind of hide. So are you talking at the end of the... Yes, the end of the shifters at the back end that come out right there at the stem that are like three inches apart from each other. There's no way I'm ever going to hit those and damage them. I, I get the bar ends on a right. on horns, but these there's no way Have you're you ever, ever had them on there. No, and a lot of people don't because a lot of times the shifters will come back through that back area. I'm trying to think if I do. I don't have shifters on mine. I know I do on the top because my hands are up there. Yeah. But I don't know if the one the ends that are closest to me, if I do, if they do I'll have not. to take a look. I don't think that's a rule. I meant to look that up. I don't think it's for the bar ends. I think it's just more for the other ones. It's for the, yeah. So anyway. we just cover them in tape. I go back in the line and they're like, okay, come on through. <laughs> you didn't even look at them. It was just happened to be, I was like or one of the early ones. And yeah. The dude was just, I don't know. 
being stupid. I, I don't know what he was doing. He was I think it was just him. obvious, and he just kind of like, ooh. When you cover them, you can't see anything. And yeah. Just, it, that's, that's how I get it. Uh, that was kind of how my day started. Like, awesome. oh, God, what am I going to be doing here? This is why you get to races early, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty and you bring everything with you. <laughs> Jeez. It was wild. They also had, like, the race tats. So I'm sitting there that morning, like, Okay, I gotta try to put these on myself. That's fun. Oh no! <laughs> it actually worked. I, one side got pretty good. Okay. The other side I got mostly good. I think I only like had like one or two little chips missing from it. I totally so I, messed mine up. But yeah. I, I figured out how to do it. It was kind of like you get it on there. I had I had a, some water in my hand. I had my t- one of my towels. So I poured some yeah, water on a towel and kind of wiped it on there. Yeah. You know, they said they were gonna have stuff like that there. They didn't. I I think because they. They were trying to deal with, like, this is how we would normally do a race and COVID restriction protocols, which got to be hilarious because they were going to do the, the uh, during the run, they were going to have wa- three water stations and they were just going to leave the water on the table for you. Okay. Get to the first run. I'm running. I get to the first station. They're handing them out. Of course they are. Second and third station, they were on the table. <laughs> that first station, they were, they were just handing them out. <laughs> well, and... Uh, <laughs> It was yeah. just kind of one of those funny things of uh, they got stuck between like doing the race they want to do it versus the COVID protocols. And I'm guessing that they did that first table just didn't get the word that hey you're supposed to leave them on the table. Well, <laughs> table and also the and first did. table you've got the f- you've got the faster people coming first maybe. No, I no? just I just don't think they knew that they're supposed There's to leave the, them on the table, yeah. which is fine. It was just it was just kind of one of those funny things where like, well, <laughs> where yeah. one handed them out and the other two didn't. Were the volunteers at the other tables? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was volunteers. They just didn't like just physically hand them hand to you. To which you had to grab it. It's much easier to grab them when they hand them to you than trying to grab them off the table. Because the first time I tried to grab them off the table, I totally missed and it went on the ground. And like, oh, I'll catch you next time. But <laughs> I didn't stop. I was, I was go. running the whole time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I had to tattoo myself. That was fun. We uh, The race gets started a little bit late. I, I don't remember why. And for whatever reason, it's been 90-something degrees all week. Yeah. Apparently, I, I was talking to somebody who knew the race director. They really wanted it to be wetsuit legal for some reason. I okay. don't know. I'm assuming they, like, trolled around the lake looking for the cold spots. <laughs> I remember swimming and feeling one or two cold spots because the, that's the only way they got a reading of, like, 76 for the temperature oh, of, wow. the, of the water. Well, it's 78 or below, so if they got 78 somewhere. Yeah, I think they got 76 or 75, and there's no way. That water was, like, 83, 82. Oh, my God. It was, it was not cold fortunately i had my wetsuit i put my wetsuit on okay how many people were actually wearing wetsuits most of the people most okay. probably 80 percent. okay the sprinters it wasn't as many the olympic people have been doing it for a while tend to have wetsuits yeah <laughs> newer yeah. people generally don't yeah. there were a lot of sprinters that didn't but there were a lot of the olympic olympic wetsuits. yeah <laughs> it's just so you get your wetsuit on and this is that race where you line up they want mm-hmm. you to line up from fastest but the way they kind of wind down to the dock if you're not near the front you're just gonna be in the back it's just all there was and i'm sitting in the back and oh let's line up oh crap i'm in the back of the line again (laughs) (laughs) i was like one of the last five or six people to go in the race (laughs) same place you were last time i was last completely last last time this time i was like six or seven from the (laughs) oops well i I don't want to stand down there among the throng of people during this whole time i'm just sitting in the back just hanging out chilling yeah sitting down relaxing then they call you up and there's no like there's no way I'm gonna like just walk in front of everybody and come up to the right. front excuse line. Me, and this is where me. I really belong, yeah. swim wise. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm in the back, and you got all these people with, 
yeah, this is going to take me like three years. I'm not a good swimmer. <laughs> like, great. Yay. Yeah, I, I, I'm generally not back here, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm trying not to, I don't say anything to him. Really. Yeah. Kind of like, You'll be fine. Just, yeah, just just remember Dory. Just keep yeah, swimming. Just keep, keep swimming, swimming. Just keep swimming. That's usually my advice to people who aren't good swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jump in the water. They actually let us dive, which was really cool. Oh, wow. That's it was rare. a dock start. Okay. And I saw people in front of me diving. I'm like, okay, I'm diving. Yeah. <laughs> Dive into the water. I'm rolling about 15, 20, 30 seconds into the swim. Yeah, I never started my watch. Uh. <laughs> I don't have any data on my swim at all. <laughs> I didn't even pull it up to start or anything. I'm just swimming. Oh, no. Yeah, my watch shows the time. There's no <laughs> setup for any <laughs> multi sport. You like, have not done this for a while, have you? Well, there goes the swim time. We'll just keep swimming. And I had a good swim. And even though I was like slower than previous swim there, I, it's a swim. Distances can be different. I was, it was a good swim. I felt like I was swimming fast. I felt like I was passing at people. And it turns out I think I passed about 100 people in the water <laughs> when you start looking at times. Well, when you're, you know, starting almost last. and uh, Yeah, I had like one of the top 16 fastest swim swims times. or something. Yeah. Which, Surprised me, although I have been swimming really well, yeah. so it doesn't surprise me that much. But to finish that high in the swim is how many people for me. in the race? 130. Oh, three. Yeah. yeah, so you passed a, quite a. Quite and a if few I people. went in the last ten, I had yeah, I probably passed 100 people 100 or close people. to it in the water. It was. I had a couple run-ins with people, but for the most part, I was able to avoid a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of them. And, and you sight really, them. really well, so it's easy to easier to kind of figure out where people are and right. not crash into them really the only problem i ran into is because i'm doing the wetsuit myself i the in the back when Ooh. i would look up that little bit of uh-huh. velcro was like rubbing my neck the whole time <clears throat> yeah how's your neck Mine's so by funny. the time i got to the end of the race i'm like damn it i don't want to sight anymore <laughs> <laughs> I, I still sighted it was it was easy it was, it was good even with some sun it was it wasn't too bright it was a it was a pretty good swim okay came out of swim got on the bike get rolling i turned my bike computer on before the race we were good to go there you go remember that one yeah but apparently if your bike computer's on and in a started state and your power meter doesn't run for a long time it goes to sleep and then when it wakes back up it doesn't reconnect to the bike computer (sighs) here i am running down the about 10 or 30 seconds outside of transitions getting up to speed got my shoes on going down the road i'm like why don't i have cadence and power on my bike computer (laughs) I only got distance. Oh, it's not syncing <laughs> up. I'm like, I have no idea what to do. So I just yeah, racing never without mind. power. This was probably, I probably should have like rebooted or started or stopped the computer again to get power data. This is probably where I messed up. I think I went too hard on the bike. Okay. My bike training hasn't been that good. I don't really have a good feel for what my power is at the race pace. Because mm-hmm. a lot of what I do is hill climbing, which is way above race power. Right. Or I'm kind of on flat and way below race power. I don't, because of my training was kind of limited. I didn't have a ton of time at race pace, so I didn't have a really good feel for what it was. Right. I think I went out too hard. My, my I know my bike wasn't as good as in previous years. I mm-hmm. think I probably should have been slower. I, I know after that first loop, I'm like, I went out too hard. I'm gonna have to back off. Mm-hmm. I backed off. It was a good bike though. I, I I was really very wise about kind of. Like, okay, I'm, I'm behind some people here. We're going to make a turn. I'm not going to push to get up close to them. I'm going to sit back here. That way I can take this turn at high speeds. Yeah. And there'd be, like, people I would pass right before the turns. And I'm like, 
and I would go through the turn, and I'd be they'd be like thirty seconds behind me. I mean, I would just dust people on turns for right. whatever reason. Triathletes can't turn. Yeah, that and there seems are to some. There were some really nice. There are two good turns that were kind of off of downhills that I was able to mm. carry serious speed into, and just leave people in the dust. I would come out of the turn, I'd look back, and they were. 70 80 yards behind me still taking off their brakes yeah yeah this is this is why like i have no problem wearing riding an aero road bike as my tt bike Mm -hmm. the handling abilities are just phenomenal i can just i i make up a lot of my time on on turns yeah more than i make up in potential lost aerodynamics i'm I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. but i knew i probably went too hard on the bike and then when i got off on the run there was just no pop Mm. at all i i ran the the run i was within five or six seconds per kilometer mm-hmm. the whole way there was a couple sections i was a little bit down but there was some upper hill it was this whole race there were no hills but okay. there were like uphills where you would run and it would go kind of long false flat uphills okay <laughs> and then go back down a little slope yeah, there's a slope to it. Yeah. The bike had that, too. I, I never got into, like, my smallest chain rings, but there were a lot of times I was, like, three or four away uh-huh. for periods of time. Yeah. It was it was just really weird to race. So it was the, flat, but not flat. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. And the run was that way, too. There were sections that were just kind of gradual rises that are going to take some time off yeah. your pace because they're, they're, they're uphill. Yep. yep. And then you'd have the downhill, downhill. So for the most part, I was within, like, 10 or 15 seconds, all my splits for the k's through the whole race i was able to maintain my pace through the whole, i just didn't have anything there was just no pop there's nothing I, I didn't have anything off the bike right which leads me to believe that i just went too hard on the bike could i have mitigated that if i had seen my power probably i could have probably i, yeah, I probably may saw have corrected was, a little earlier i would have i would have never gone as hard as i did you get in the race i'm trying to find people to kind of draft behind i'm trying to find where i'm going mm-hmm. i just never was able to find a sweet spot and i i think i accelerated decelerated just just too much and mm-hmm. paid too much of a price on the bike because i just i just didn't have pop i ran consistently mm-hmm. throughout heart rate was right around 160 165 which is where i like to keep it yeah last kilometer i got it up at around 170 felt like i was gonna die finished there you go <laughs> it was i was pretty beat it was it was hard it, it was definitely a hard race i it's been a while since i've raced <laughs> The bike really just wasn't <laughs> really just wasn't there. Well, well that's okay. It was you know for your first race back. I mean, first race back after yeah seven hundred days is it was a learning experience. But it's just funny how you just like these little things pop up. And, so tell me what happened to your foot. Yeah, I got a big blister. I guess the shoe didn't get on tight enough. My so do you think that happened? Did you think that started happening on the bike? What? No, You've, I just. I mean, because that's a horrible blister. Yeah, I th- my my foot was moving in the shoe. Okay. Right on that ridge, between, whatever, the middle of the foot, wherever that little ridge is there. The ball of your rubbed. foot? Well, it was below the ball of my foot, though. It was right on the main part of my foot. Uh-uh. That's on the ball of your foot. Okay. It's kind of that ridge. Not on well, the ball, but that ridge between the ball between and Between the, the ball. Yeah, it's... it's it, it, Between those two, the the ball of the... And that, whatever that next It's foot. not on the arch of your foot, but it's right. still on the ball of your foot, but it's in it's that... It's in between those first two whatever bones phalanges knuckle bones the knuckles of those yeah bones is where it caught up I, my foot just was sliding in there for whatever reason the shoe just yeah because that's pretty enough. horrendous on the bottom i mean most people get blisters on their heels or toes yeah, i didn't or get anything on my heels because my i blistered 
all of my toes, like at least three toes on both feet in when I ran for nationals. And I mean, and I knew it and it was like, oh, well, you know, deal with it later. But uh, yeah, they're finally healed up. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. My foot just wasn't tight enough in the shoes okay. moving around. It had to have been that. Yeah. It hurt quite a bit towards the end of the race. I'm like, yeah, okay. this hurts. I don't really care for this. I'd like this to end. <laughs> I'd like this to stop now. <laughs> you know, all considering it was it was a good race. I executed well. You know, things happened on the bike with cars, and I, I wasn't bothered by any of that this time. Uh, I kind of did my thing. I, mm-hmm. I raced within what I thought. So it wasn't I a was closed doing. bike course. No, no, there's cars everywhere. Okay. It was just just what it is in these things. It was yeah. mostly kind of. That's the big advantage of nationals. I mean, they close everything down for that race. That yeah, they nice. kind of have to with that many people running yeah. through. Yeah, when you get six thousand people, they kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. we. It, it was okay. It was just one of those things where you you dealt with the things that were problems, like getting into transition, the not starting your watch, not having power on the bike. I just took it in stride and ran with it, which is what you want to do in a race. Yeah. yeah, the results were okay. I, I think I finished fourth in my age group again, which again is forty to ten year age group. So I'm, yeah, that's fine. I was first in my technical forty five to forty nine age group. Yay! Yay. Wonder if nationals would count that if I can qualify for nationals based Probably. on that. Probably, actually, yeah, <laughs> you should be able to because they do five year age groups. So yeah, it should be reported as five. It should year be age re- groups, reported as five year age groups. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Just. I may still race. I may still do Traffer site in a couple of weeks. That's in two I'm weeks. thinking about that. I, I think the time to register is going to be soon, though, because yeah. we're two weeks out. I imagine they'll fill up. I just want to redeem next. myself after messing up on the bike so bad in nationals. I just want to get a chance to actually race on that bike and then go, okay. I oh. mean, I got on my bike yesterday for the first time since nationals, so <laughs> I guess I probably should do a little bit of biking. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of at my peak fitness. If I go and push end of this week early next week i'll be i'll be in good position for a sprint race mm-hmm. that following weekend the uh one of the interesting things from this race that i took away from it is is leading into the race i was, the day before i was getting a little you get those nerves before a race right, right? and i realized like you know the times don't matter that that's not really it's the results don't matter let's just go out there and race as hard as we can and, and we'll do this I, I don't really care about the results and once I started thinking about that, I had no butterflies all the way to start of the race. None. Good. I had no nerves, no no nervous energy anywhere up to the start of the race. Cause but I get excited, not butterflies, but it's just, you know, I mean, you're excited about planning for everything and, you know, a lot goes really, into I just, it. I was just ready to go. I was just in the zone. Let's go. Let's race. Okay. There was no cool. emotional baggage whatsoever. It was funny because I didn't even look at the results of the race until Monday. <laughs> Which is today. <laughs> Which is today. It was the day after. I, I I didn't even know I finished as well as I did. Or I knew the run wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, I could, you could see that from the bike data or from the run data on my watch. When I was running, right. I knew I was going slow. There's nothing I could do about it, though. Just, yeah. Just didn't have pop. You just keep trying to hold it as best you can. Yep. All the way to the end. Well, good. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, we'll, we'll I see. Mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to racing again and trying to figure out that pacing. That might be the biggest reason I, I run Traffer site because I should not have run that slow of a, of a run. Yeah, even with slowly. the humidity, I should I should have probably been in the forty eight minutes. I mean, that's the one range. area you've been able to. I mean, the bike not so much. You know, you've had my running's been good. My swimming running's been, been good. great. Your swimming's been good. So for the run to be a little eh, off. Yeah, the running, my running and swimming have been good. My biking has not been good mainly because I haven't been able to get out as much. So yeah. like 
to not have a good run is a little disappointing. Yeah. Uh, it's not where we want it to be. The, the swim was, though. I had a really good swim. Yeah. The run, there's just there's just no pop. Hmm. I had the endurance. I made it through. I, it's not like I went from, like, a 430 to, like, a 520. <laughs> yeah. Know, K, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, like a 710, 720 pace to, like, an 830 pace. It wasn't a drop-off like that. I held no. my pace for the most part. I didn't negative split it, but I've never negative split a race. You know, the best I can do is usually be 55-45. You know, mm-hmm. Which is usually pretty. That's about where I was on this. Yeah, interesting. I, I, yeah, I don't know what it was. I assume it was just I went too hard on the bike and just used too much, and there was yeah, there's just no. It's amazing how that bike will do that because that's I mean, my bike was because my bike had brakes were on. Yeah, but I mean, it took so much out of me when it came to the run. It was weird. You've got a the bike is one of those things where you've I, I realize my mistake now was a lot of times one. When I start to feel kind of that burn mm-hmm. in the legs, I know roughly what that wattage is. Okay. I spent too much time in that area. It needs to be easier than that. My big problem was is I needed to be in that easier range right? where the power was still high. And, and I really didn't know if I was there or not for two reasons. One, I didn't do much, enough training in that area. And secondly, I didn't have the data in front of right. me. That's, I mean, the power meter for me is more of a check than it is a way to try to set. It's like running the pace. It's like, I, you know, you don't, I don't go out looking at the pace. I'm looking at, okay, what kind of, what, what are my limiters when we go up these hills? You know, mm-hmm. was I doing 230, 240 watts up these hills, 250, when I really should have been maybe a little bit less than that up some of these hills? Right. I just don't, I don't have the data. Yeah. Like I said, I use the power meter as kind of a limiter, kind of a check to make sure I'm, within a, a, a reasonable range mm-hmm. well just like again like pace i mean i don't i'm not trying to run i'm not trying to run certain paces and try to push myself into that pace i come off the bike and whatever i'm running is whatever i'm is whatever i'm running it's just yeah I, yeah that, i'm just gonna do that i'm on the run i'm just using my heart rate to say i know if i go up around 170 i'm done that's why I keep it in the 160s, and that's all I did in this race. I'm like, okay, I'm going as hard as I can. I'm trying to keep my cadence up, trying to have good posture, and I'm trying to keep my heart rate here. Mm-hmm. That was my run. Whatever the time is, whatever the time is, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Hmm. No, Interesting. Just, just, just no pop on the run. Weird. It happens, I guess. It does. I well, congratulations while, for so a <laughs> fairly successful race. Hey, good swim. Yeah. That's. I thought I could have a good swim, and I did. That was. That's exciting to. To see. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you're looking for a coach, check us out at go3sport.com, and we'll talk to you next week.